This is the Jewish Prayer Podcast. I'm Scott Kahn. We're now going to study Kinah number 13, Eiko. Throughout this Kinah, Rabbi Elazar HaKalir utilizes the Midrash in Yalkut Shimoni, which reads the term Eicha as Eiko. Where is the word Ko? The term Ko, thus, was used by Hashem in various promises to Klal Yisrael throughout the ages. The Python in each of the twelve stanzas compares a promise that Hashem made to us with our miserable reality today. The twelve examples Rabbi Lazar HaKalir brings of Ko are, respectively, the promise to Avraham that his descendants will be as numerous as the stars, Ko Yezarecha, the Akedah where Avraham said, Nelcha Ad Ko. When Yaakov's salary was constantly changed by Lavan, Hashem nevertheless made it work in Yaakov's favor. Moshe looking both ways before killing the Egyptian. The instruction to Moshe to tell Kal Yisrael that Hashem had sent him to redeem them from Egypt. The words to Paro before the final plague. Ko amar Hashem, kachasot halayla, The introduction to the giving of the Torah. Ko tomar levet Yaakov. The commandment to Aharon to bless the people. Ko tvarchu et b'nei Yisrael. The curse of Bilam that became a blessing. Shuvo balak v'chot The consecrating of the Leviim. V'chot ta'aselahem l'taharam. The instruction to Yoshua to march around Yericho, Jericho, for six days before the walls would fall down on the seventh. Ko sheshet yamim. And finally, the promise of ultimate redemption to Zechariah. Lachain ko amar Hashem. Shafti liyushalayim berachamim. What is the specific meaning of ko? Why do the Midrash and Rabbi Lazar HaKalir specifically lament the promises made with this word? Rav Soloveitchik suggests that Ko refers to the unique destiny of the Jewish people, as an Avraham statement to his servants before the Akedah, I and the lad will go until Ko. The Jewish destiny is unique, our destination different from all others. When we are in a state of exile, that special destiny and destination are no longer apparent. We cry out, where is Ko? Where is our special destiny? Where is your promise of our unique destination when we seem to be going in circles? I would like to suggest something else. Interestingly, the phrase Ko Amar Hashem always refers to a paraphrase of God's word rather than to a direct quote. This can be proven from Rashi on the sixth example given above, Ko Amar Hashem Kachatzot Halayla. Even Moshe, who had a different form of prophecy from everyone else, used it this way. Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky says this in his commentary to Parshat Matot, when Moshe says, Ko Amar Hashem, at approximately midnight, Moshe was prophesying like any other prophet. Therefore, it was not an exact quote. It was about midnight. Thus we see that the word ko refers to a paraphrase, not a quote. Tisha B'Av is not the time or day for it. But on a deeper level, we relate to Hashem sometimes as a parent and sometimes as a spouse. When Moshe gave us the Torah, we progressed to the point where we were a spouse when we were married to Hashem. We could relate to Hashem as a wife does to her husband. The Torah is never dictated with the word ko because, as equals in a sense, we have a more direct communication. 
Prophecy, which is with Ko in general, refers specifically to Hashem as our parent. We're paraphrasing because he's not an equal partner. He is the one who's completely in charge. A parent doesn't relate to his children with the same openness that he does with his spouse. Accordingly, when Hashem is acting as our parent, a prophet describes the words with the word ko, a paraphrase rather than a quote, appropriate for a child. Unlike a relationship of equals, a parent-child relationship has the parent as the dominant partner. When one side exclusively receives and the other side exclusively gives, we have an emblematic parent-child relationship. Accordingly, Hashem's promises to us are more associated with parenting than being our spouse. Hashem is giving and we're receiving. Hashem is our parent. These promises of ko are the promises of a parent to his children. Perhaps here, Rabbi Elazar HaKalir is asking where our parent is, not our partner, but the one who is in charge, the one who promised us our parent is missing. This is not the cry of someone who misses his friend. This is the cry of someone who can't find the one who can provide him with all that he needs. In this kina, we ask Eko, where is the parent? Where is the one who promises? Will these promises ever again come true? Thank you for joining me on the Jewish Prayer Podcast.